Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Enjoy. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the, the red white report is brought to you by Big O Tires with locations in Conway on Hark Rider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Short red-white report today. Uh, Arkansas got a uh, transfer today from South Alabama. It is for the track and field team. Kenyon, his name is Karamiego. And he's transferred from South Alabama. He earned a cross-country All-America honor in 2022, collected 11 Sunbelt titles during his time with the Jaguars. Of course, yesterday, the big news basketball-wise, was the uh, Arkansas men playing Duke at home in the ACC-SEC Challenge. Also yesterday, we found out that the Arkansas women will be playing Florida State, going to Tallahassee. Uh, the women are getting ready for... Uh, and, they, and they also released their SEC schedule, or their SEC opponents, I should say. So, we can talk to Coach Mike Neighbors about that. He joins us now on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Coach, welcome to the zone. I'm sorry we didn't uh, get to hook up on Monday. Well, it's a good thing you didn't see me. I was uh, spraying them pretty good left and right. Nobody needed to see that action down there on the golf course. How is your golf game? Bad. It's not It's not good. I'll hit, I'll hit one or two. You know, those tuning fork shots, those ones that make you want to come back. I'll hit a couple of those every now and then, but yeah, not, 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 not good. How often do you get to play? Uh, you know, not as much as I'd like to. I really love the game. I'm just not good enough at it to, to get mad about and practice enough. So I, I probably play four or five times a year now. Uh, during COVID, I played every day. because <laughs> uh, You know, we had the, the two young, the, the one young boy. It was really all we could do. So I played a lot then. But uh, now it's down, to, it's down to three or four times a summer and usually in some scrambles, which – you know, you can have a great time. I, I'm not sure any group had more fun than we did, but we certainly didn't win any prizes. <laughs> Coach, uh, did you uh, – what was your reaction when you heard that you guys were playing Florida State? Well, we knew early on we'd heard, you know, we were going to be on the road, so we knew we were going to be on the road. Uh, when the ACC-SEC challenge kind of started being talked about, we had a very strong desire to, to play at top to bottom the best we could. Like, we wanted the two best teams to play and the next two best teams to play, and both both leagues were really committed to doing that. So, going on the road, when you you know started put all that, you saw you going on the road, kind of started looking to see where people were going to be predicted. And I'll, you can ask people around my office. I called at Florida State a long, long time ago. So, I was kind of I was kind of relieved. I was like, I was right. But then I started looking. I'm like, oh, that's a tough game for us. But uh, they're coming off of the NCAA tournament. But uh, we've got two kids from Florida, so it'll be a great chance to take them home. Uh, so really, really excited when we saw it. What does your roster look like next year? Uh, all the same faces you saw last year, uh, you know, with uh, Sailor back and Sam back and Matt back and Jersey and Marion and Emery. Um, then we've added our new our newcomers. Uh, with Talia Scott made it to campus yesterday. Uh, she's getting her physicals and getting ready to be cleared for practice when we get started for our foreign trip. Uh, Carly Keats is on campus, our junior college guard out of uh, Mississippi. Christina Sanchez won't be here until we get ready to start prepping for our foreign trip. Uh, she's playing for the Spanish national team. Uh, and then uh, Marin Archer was here already. She got here at Christmas of last year. She didn't play her senior year of high school. So a few new faces with a bunch of places they're going to recognize. Mm. All right, you mentioned the... Uh, and tr- Sasha back. Yes. And uh, Sasha's back. You yeah. know, I think that's the... Uh, we had a few people come in practice the other day that 
you, you can tell they're, you know, some of the few people that aren't on social media these days, and they're like, oh, Sasha's back. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, you know, most people you think knew, but, uh, uh, you know, when you see her back out there, she looks she looks great and playing great. So it's, like I said, a lot of familiar faces with a few new ones. What did she do for, like, just team morale, her return? Uh, there was an immediate uptick of, of energy, of appreciation. She was like, guys, you don't have any idea how lucky we are to be able to practice today. You know, and you don't hear that a lot when you've got 15 kids that have been practicing all year. So there was a, that initial boost of energy and appreciation that we get to play a fun sport. Uh, uh, and, and she brought that to us. And then it got back in, okay, Sasha's back. And it, it became very, very normalized very fast because she, she stayed involved with our team. It wasn't like she was exiled or she was with us. She was in the locker room pre and post game and half times at home games. Uh, she was at lots of practices, watched a lot of films. So um, there was a, a pump of uh, adrenaline getting her back on the floor, but there wasn't this long, drawn-out, you know, welcome back because she didn't really ever go anywhere. She just wasn't on the court playing. Hmm. Tell me about your uh, overseas trip. So, you know, once every four years, the NCAA allows you to take your team uh, on a, a summer ex- exhibition tour. Uh, it went away during COVID. We're really excited that's back um, because it's such a great experience to take your team to places they may never go. So we chose to go to uh, Athens, Greece, was really our, our major destination. We wanted to go um, see that part of the country and learn some of that culture and, and study some of the things about the original Olympics and where those things were held. And then you always try to find a secondary country in the, in the around that's you know, right now there's big, big push to make sure we go safe places, and Croatia was right there close, and I was stunned at how beautiful it was. I, I grew up when that part of the country was kind of war-torn, mm-hmm. but I had no idea, no idea it had the cultural history that it did. And then once our kids found out that's where they shot Game of Thrones, it was like, okay, we're going. <laughs> so we're, we're looking forward to seeing King's Landing, which I'm trying to tell people, you guys realize that's not a real place, correct? <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with just wanting to see it, but y'all know that that's not real. So but it's going to be a fun trip. We'll play a few games, uh, get some extra day, uh, days of practice under our belt, which I think is important with the, the mixture of kids we have new and, and old returning. All right, rank it for me. Uh, the, what you want to get accomplished there, as far as practice, playing games, educational, the visit, you know, the trip, uh, seeing different things. How how yeah. do you place importance on on this trip? The the different things of this trip. Well, the life experiences first. I mean, those are still those are things they will talk about forever. Uh, I'll give you an example. Our team at Washington that had, that played in the Final Four. They still talk more about the trip to Australia than they do playing in, in Indianapolis. <laughs> uh, they really do. I'm not making that up. It is a. It is that is what they because you're together so much. You see places for the first time. It's it's and you're together. We'll be together for 21 straight days for practice and travel. So that kind of leads me to my second part. I want to get all our hard stuff out of the way in August. You know, the 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 chemistry. Start building that stuff in August so that you can work through all those issues that you have as a team. You know, anybody that has been a part of a team that large knows you're inherently going to have things that come up. So let's deal with those things in, in August and 1st of September, whereas if you don't have that tour, you know, you're dealing with those things in October and November, and it can spill over into your season and you get off to a, a bad trajectory. So uh, the experience for the kids first, secondary, uh, exposing the things we need to work on. We'll play you know, everybody will play. We'll play equal minutes. We're not going to be trying to establish starters and rotations over there, but we do want to get a first chance to see how kids will compete and, and, and how that uh, affects us. You know, I don't even know who we're going to play. Uh, it's usually some local professional teams uh, that usually give you really good competition because they, they, they're they together. They have a plan. They're going to run a bunch of offense. Uh, we won't necessarily be doing as much of that as we will – be trying to gain information for when we get back and, and start real preparation. If you had two young women that you knew that didn't quite get along, would you stick them together in the same room on this trip? No. No, I, I tried that one time, and it's just that you're, just, you're asking for a recipe of disaster. 
Uh, you may set them next to each other on the bus, but uh-huh. you need a little bit more space than that. Maybe by the end of the trip, you can room them together. Yeah. Um, but no, let's not let's not tempt fate too much right off the bat. <laughs> but every kid's different. Every situation is different. We think this is my sixth time to go with a team, and they're all unique. But they do they do share some common commonalities. That's one of them. You know, you, if you've got kids that might be competing for playing time, or um, you know, kids that have. Uh, Played on the in, two freshmen that played against each other on the summer circuit and had battles. You know, I, I don't think locking them in a room in a foreign country is the best environment to try to get them to solve their problems. But I don't anticipate a lot of that. But you know, you know they're going to come anytime you're dealing with a team. But uh, I'll, I'll do that on the bus for the plane ride. Mike Neighbors with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, Coach. You also found out your uh, SEC opponents this season. Uh, what stuck out to you? That we don't play LSU, Tennessee, or South Carolina twice for the first time since I've been here. Um, you know, we've we've we were in that little cycle of we're playing the top three teams twice, and, and some of them three times a year. Again, not that that is any better, or any worse, but we do have a, a break from your defending national champions home and away uh, for the first time in a while because it's been South Carolina and LSU a lot. Tennessee's always uh, been one of those perennial teams, so that jumped out first. We, we had known those dates, that those opponents for a while. I didn't realize it was just released yesterday. So, um, you know, we've been trying to do some planning. We don't know the dates yet, which is really important. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when you start looking at it, you can trace back last year for us. We had a, a week where we had to play at, South, at LSU and then at South Carolina back-to-back. And it doesn't matter who you're playing on that next game. It's, it makes that a tough game, so... It'll be interesting to see where all of them fall, um, you know. But the double opponents, we've always, we always know we're going to have Missouri twice. Uh, then with it being Kentucky and Alabama, uh, you, you match those up, and those are good matchups for us. It's going to be those six games will go a long way to determine our SEC seed, that's for sure, because that's six games against people that are probably going to be picked very similarly to us in the preseason. Coach, we haven't talked to you since the, the end of the season. What did you think of LSU's run and, and what they were able to do? Uh, it shows you a couple things. One, I think the importance of a draw in the tournament. They they had an unbelievable draw. I think I think LSU all felt like they should be been seated higher. But the way it worked out, man, it, it, it lined up. When we saw the bracket, I was like, they could win this thing. Certainly expected them to be in the Final Four, but... Um, you know, the way they shot the ball in the finals, if they shoot the ball like they shot it down there, they were beating anybody. It didn't matter when they were playing. Uh, they, they played unbelievably in Dallas. Um, but it was, it, was a, it was fun to see. I hated it that it was in our league. hated it, you know, that we had to play against those guys. But in the end, I was really happy for them and happy for our league because um, of the way they did it. You know, they started out really – uh, building to it, building to it, low expectations. Uh, I think we got a chance to see them here at our place as they were starting to peak. Um, so it was, I, I was happy for them. I'm, I'm always glad that if we can't win it, somebody in our league does. We, of course, were hoping for the LSU South Carolina all SEC final like they had in baseball, but uh, it was great to have two of them in the final four. You know, Coach, the, the, the ratings, uh, the number of viewers, it, it, it show that college bas- women's college basketball continues to grow, the popularity. I mean, just the, even the talk, you know, uh, nationally, uh, people were talking about it. It's on ESPN. People were, you know, breaking it down, analyzing. As a coach, you got to love to see it. But then I see some of the – with the popularity, you, you also see the NIL and some of the deals that are yep. being made. And, and I guess is that, a draw- is that a bad thing? Is that a drawback to the popularity? No, I, I think it's any any eyes on our game is good. You know, some people were down on the officiating in the Final Four, and yeah, it was rough, whatever, but uh, physical. But it brought attention, and then the personalities started to come out, and the NIL that you're mentioning, um, it's certainly a new component that when I got into coaching, you, you, you know, it never even existed. So I'm learning, as all of us are, on how it's going to impact it's all been positive so far. Um, the vast majority, I think everybody talks about the two or three negative things, but if you get a chance to see these kids on a daily basis, how it's changed their their college experience and how it's changed uh, the way that they approach things, they were already growing up fast anyway. 
I think we've been able to, on our campus, give them a lot of really good tools to learn how to start to manage your money at a younger age. It was something I wish I probably wouldn't have made any money in NIL, but I would have learned to manage my money a little bit better. So I think it's given us another tool to teach. Uh, I think it's going to continue to grow the popularity. The uh, You know, we've got these super teams kind of forming now. LSU won a national championship and went out and brought in three of the top kids in the portal with their NIL. Just anybody that's interested in do a little research on what they're doing with their NIL. But there's, you're starting to see some of these kind of super teams develop like the NBA has. So um, it's going to be interesting to step back and watch and see how that all plays out. Uh, but I do think it's good for our game, and it's certainly great for the student-athlete. Um, we just got to make sure we keep giving them the educational tools and information to support uh, that money that they are making. You finished too quickly. I was trying to pull it up. I saw a tweet earlier today, and it was ranking the uh, basically the NIL deals per university. And yeah. Arkansas was in the top two. Here it is. The 10 most ambitious NIL collectives. And this is from On3NIL. And I don't know who they are or anything, but they rank them. And they have Arkansas uh, ranked number eight in the country uh, behind Tennessee, okay. A&M, Oregon, Texas, uh, Miami, Florida State, South Carolina, and then Arkansas. How do you feel like Good. Arkansas is doing? Well, I don't know what tools they're using to measure or what criteria they're using to measure, but I know we're in the conversation. Uh, I know our flagship program and the, uh, the the word collective is kind of one that, you know, we're an LLC, so collective is kind of a, a term that gets thrown around a lot, so I'm not sure who that person was that was doing the rankings, mm-hmm. but I know we're trying, and, and it's very evident uh, in the resources um, that you, you feel on campus. We've never uh, never had it better when it comes to uh, support from our fans, uh, support from boosters. Uh, so to be ranked in the top ten that doesn't surprise me. That's the expectation for everything here with from Learfield to national championships. So uh, I would suspect that will continue to uh, be an area of focus. Mike Neighbors with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. So, before we let you go, I gotta ask, what what are you watching these days? See, any suggestions for us? Man, if y'all haven't seen Paw Patrol, it's an outstanding series. Comes on Saturday mornings. Yeah, uh, it's, it's animated. You know, it's for kids. Now that I've got these two young kids. Uh, I am an expert on uh, Rubble and Zuma uh, Chase. and Chase and yep. Sky. Marshall. Oh yeah, I'm yep. oh Marshall absolutely, and and I'm I'm getting into Blaze a little bit too, but. Plays in the monster uh, when those machines, guys yep. go down, when those guys go down, we've been going through the documentary. We've been trying to get caught up on our documentaries and uh, seen a few good ones there. But uh, I would say the, the most of the surprising one of the summer was either going to be Night Agent. Really surprised me. It was really good. And then we watched uh, a show on Apple called Shrinking that has Harrison Ford as a psychiatrist. Uh, really, really watchable. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. We, JC and I, enjoyed watching those once we got through with Paw Patrol and uh, uh, and Blaze. Yeah, I, I watch uh, Paw Patrol almost daily. I've seen the movie uh, nice. quite a few times as well. Yeah, well, you know, just Yelp if you need help. I'm right there for you. You know, we we can we can help <laughs> each other out. Coach, it's great, great to catch up with you. When do you leave? Yeah. When do you leave for uh, your trip? We'll leave on the fifth of August. Uh, head over. We'll lose a day in travel. We'll be over there through the 14th. Okay. We'll catch up with you maybe in August to, right. to find out how Sounds the trip good. went and get some highlights from you. All right. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Mike Neighbors joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Always great to us and giving a, a, a his us his time. And I would think traveling with him would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And he and you heard it. He's he's already got it. And and it, it it's about the trip. One, you know, the life experience. Mm-hmm. He's going to make sure when they go over there that uh, their itinerary is going to be full, full of uh, things to do, things to see, important things to see, and to learn yeah. from. On those trips, basketball is pretty much second. You're not you're going to remember all the things you did off the court more than you did on the court, most likely. Well, I think he nailed it too. When it comes when it comes to basketball, the most important thing I think is the chemistry. That right. they will develop while traveling over there and experiencing these things, that's going to help them become a tighter group and hopefully, in the long run, a better group. All right, when we come back, uh, Barrett Salee will join us. We'll talk some college football with Barrett. We'll uh, also probably hit on a little Major League Baseball. He's a big Braves fan. 
Got the genius uh, you're doing really well. Perfect game to talk about. Mm-hmm. All right, stick around. You're in the zone. Care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care, so you can live your story. This is Sports Center. Domingo Armand of the New York Yankees became part of history last night. As Mitch is swung on out, one off to Donaldson. Donaldson to first. He has done it. Domingo Armand has won the 24th perfect game in Major League history. And he is being mobbed by his teammates. Incredible. A perfect game for Armand. The Yankees, of course, won the game versus the Athletics 11-0. It is the first perfect game through in the league since Mariners pitcher Felix Hernandez threw one in 2012. In local news, the Arkansas Travelers opened their series with the Springfield Cardinals, winning last night's game 6-2. They'll be back in action again at Dickey Stevens Park tonight. First pitch is set for 6:35. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Vote at Best of Las Vegas. Jason Bird will leave you speechless with his jaw-dropping illusions. Don't miss his live show Saturday, July 29th, 7 p.m. at the Robinson Center Music Hall. Courtney Ballantyne here for the butcher shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for the butcher shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The butcher shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to the Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner. Honey, look, I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Courtney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID era loans and leases. And don't wait for AI to go haywire, because it's already here. This month, Watney Buick GMC is terminating loans and leases made during the COVID era and resetting their pricing with rebates, dealer discounts, and trade assistance. Call 501-945-4444 or see GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Get to Guadney Buick and your current loan or lease will be terminated, terminated, terminated. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for Justin Acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly, but it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certa Pro. Each Certa Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. It's just an acre for my friends down at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. And if you are in the market for a handgun and don't want to break the bank, then listen up. Max Prairie Wings has got you covered with the Stoger STR9 9mm automatic. The Stoger STR9 9mm is packed with features you'd expect in a pistol costing twice as much. With its integrated rail, internal safety, reversible magazine release, optimized slide serrations, three-dot sight system, and enhanced ergonomics, you can count on consistent performance every time. And the best part... The Stoger STR 9 9mm is available in 17-round, 15-round, and 13-round models for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate. That's right. You won't find a better review, better quality, or a better price. Check out the Stoger STR 9 9mm for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate at MaxPW.com or in-store at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart, and that is just the tip of the iceberg of all the great deals they have. So go by and see my friends in Stuttgart, or go to their website, maxpw.com. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of The Zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite show on the Buzz app, online at 1037thebuzz.com, or watch us on your Facebook page at 1037thebuzz. Now, let's get into The Zone. Tonight, I- 
Maybe a good weekend to go down to Oakland. I know a lot of people are headed down to Hot Springs to Lake Hamilton. Maybe you want to take a day off from the lake and uh, all the boat traffic. Go to Oakland. Go visit the casino, the spa, the restaurants. It's a great place to go. If not, maybe just a uh, three-day weekend out of it and go uh, on down to Oakland. Their uh, big $150,000 slot tournament is winding down. They will have... The grand finale on July 1st. That is right here. Oakland Sports is now accepting debit and credit cards through the Play Plus option. This makes it easier than ever to bet on the Oakland Sports app. And you got some great entertainment coming to Oakland. Chris Jansen, July 2nd. Ricky Skaggs and the Kentucky Thunder on July 14th. The Four Tops, August 25th. And the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, September 10th. Tickets are on sale right now. Go to Oakland.com. Make your summer getaway plans right now at Oakland in Hot Springs. Wes Moore and Christian Weaver with you on a acre-free zone. We're going to head to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline and bring in Barrett Salee. Barrett, welcome in. How are you? I'm great. How are y'all? Well, acre's gone, so we're great. So really good then. Fantastic. <laughs> we're doing what we want to do, Barrett. That's right. I love it. Um, I want to talk some college football with you first. Uh, we, we were talking about this, uh, or I saw this on Twitter. The idea of K.J. Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, quarterback-running back. How many better quarterback-running back combinations are there out there? Ooh, how many better quarterback-running back combinations are there out there? Um if Kyle McCord had some success already, I would say maybe because Ohio State, because Ohio State's running back, Laurel is so good, but Kyle McCord really doesn't have that. Um, J.J. McCarthy, Blake Corum, mm-hmm. if, if Corum's healthy. Um, oh, man, there aren't many. <laughs> there aren't many. Um uh, trying to think. I'm not, not Bo Nick. There's not many. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't think of any right off the top of my head. May, I mean, it. Cade Klubnick and Will Shipley, but Cade Klubnick doesn't have a ton of experience. I think he could be amazing, but he doesn't have that experience. Yeah, I mean, there's not uh, probably the number one combo, and, and for sure in the SEC, wouldn't you think? I mean, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you got Daniels sure. down at LSU, but what's their running back situation look like? I mean, Sanders is a fourteen hundred yard rusher, so uh, to have that coming back, my point is that puts Arkansas in pretty dang good shape. What do you think that's worth for this team to have those two guys? Well, it's huge because not only do they work well together, KJ's so unique, right? So I, I, I thought of one. I just thought of one. Quinshaw Judkins. And Jackson Dart, but Jackson Dart's not that good, but mm-hmm. they should be in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, back to your question. Uh, because KJ's so difficult to prepare for, you know, it's, it's almost impossible for defensive coordinators to really figure out how Arkansas is going to attack other teams. So um, it, it, not only is it a good combo, it, it's one that's very difficult to sort of diagnose. We had a guest last week, and uh, he he thought this may be the year. You know, we start to see Alabama, you know, uh, come back to earth a little bit more. And we had Coach Kevin Kelly from um, in here with us also, and he he thinks so too. What do you think? Could this be the year that Alabama starts? uh, You know, the the gap narrows in the SEC West. Yeah, I mean, it narrowed last year, too, um, yeah. you know, because of LSU. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Alabama, to me, is in an interesting spot because we know Nick Saban's retiring soon. From a talent perspective, a lot of the reason they were so successful in the 2010s was because they basically had a monopoly on the talent. Uh, now Georgia is not only more uh, as talented, I would say more talented. I don't even think that's arguable. Um, and, and so it's on... Saban and on his staff to sort of coach up these players, which is not something that they're used to in terms of being competitive. You know, for developing to the NFL, fine. But being competitive in college football is a little different. And I think that opens the door for LSU. That opens the door for Arkansas, for Auburn, if Hugh Freeze gets things right. And I think he will at some point, if not this year. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think lack of a quarterback, the fact that they've had a consistent problem in the offensive line, 
they don't have playmakers outside, at least ones that they can they can count on being superstars. Uh, yeah, I, I would say Alabama coming back to the pack, it's already happened, and I think it will continue now that Bryce Young's no longer there. Who Who's the bottom feeder of the SEC West this year? A&M. Or Mississippi State. A- A&M or Mississippi State. I'm not sold on I mean, It's almost impossible to expect Zach Arnett to do to have success at Mississippi State this year, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, you're replacing on the fly, unexpectedly, one of the most innovative offensive minds ever, right? So it's probably Mississippi State. And it, again, that's not, I, I don't think that would be an indictment one way or the other. If it's a and M, 100% it's an indictment. But uh, Mississippi State, I think, uh, would kind of get a pass this year. And I and I do think it would be Mississippi State. So, um, you know, it's, it depends on Texas A&M and, and how how bad they actually are. I think I think A&M, if they're closer to Mississippi State than they are the rest, then Jimbo might have uh, might have some issues. Okay, uh, give me about educate me. I guess on A&M, I didn't realize that they're that bad. Yeah, I mean, I think from a uh, running back perspective, they they still have some issues. I think defensively, they they have experience, but. I don't necessarily think it's top-end experience and doesn't have the depth. Um, offensive line, good, not great, and good might even be a compliment. They've got great wide receivers, but can we trust Connor Wegman or Max Johnson to be superstars, to be difference makers hmm. in an offense that formerly was Jimbo's, now will be Bobby Petrino's, but still might be Jimbo's, and that might end poorly? I, uh, it's, it's a hard sell for me. I, I can't I can't pop onto that. I can't uh, I can't get, gravitate towards that right now. Isn't it a little bit odd that the quarterback whisperer, quote-unquote, uh, Jimbo Fisher, has not been able to get a quarterback in his time at Texas a and it is, it is very odd. It's very strange. I think, to me, it shows that even if he has, he has talented players, which he, he has had some talented players, it's really hard for... Um, quarterbacks nowadays to buy into Jimbo's system, which is way more complicated than it needs to be. Um, and, and that is true, I think, of, of every quarterback that he's had. Um, it's just been it's been a struggle. They're not used to what is being asked of him. They're not used to what's being demanded um, in terms of, of what, in practice, how you change plays at the line of scrimmage, how prepared you're supposed to be. Um, you know, it's one of those things where most offenses now you have the the you know hurry up style and then you have the uh, the fake snap and you look over to the sideline. It, it's on the quarterback at A and M, and not many players are used to that, and certainly not players at the SEC level. You know, I'm looking at the Arkansas schedule uh, for this year, and, and they play LSU early, you know, September 23rd. And uh, it, for years, you know, it was the last game of the year, and then uh, for years, it was the week after the big. A and or the big LSU Alabama game, and so it was almost like Arkansas was catching LSU at a really good time the week after playing Alabama. What what's the difference playing LSU in September? Is there a, is there a big difference playing September twenty third instead of later in the year in November? Well, yeah, I think there is because I think LSU's foundation is already there, right? Like they've got a great quarterback, they've got solid receivers, they've got really sixth offensive lineman who have started, which is just insane. They've got the best defensive player in college football. I think for fall camp, you know, LSU just needs to refine it. You know, they, they just need to, um, you know, tweak what already works and maybe evolve a little bit, like making sure that Jaden Daniels can stretch the field a little more. But they're already really good, and they have so much experience that, you know, not a lot needs to be changed. I think for pretty much every other team – in the SEC, you can say one thing or the other as if, like, they need a couple of games, right? They need a couple of games to figure something out. Um, so I think, yeah, LSU in in September is going to be a beast. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want to do – I wouldn't want to play them – I mean, honestly, I wouldn't want to play LSU at all, but certainly not uh, in the month of September. Yeah, that gauntlet Arkansas has at LSU, A&M in Arlington, at Ole Miss, at Alabama – He's bad. That's tough. 
guess, <laughs> I guess the good news is you, you you get through that gauntlet and you get Mississippi State at home before the bye week. Yeah, that's that's not terrible, but the gauntlet is. Yeah. Uh, one other football for you. The Arkansas goes to Florida in November. What what will the Gators have this year? What are they going to look like? The average, you know, if, if you can't be successful um, in year one with uh, the amount of players he had returning, Billy Napier is going to have a hard time in, in year two. I will say this: they can run the football. I don't know if they can block, but they'll have they'll be able to run the football. But I don't know if, if either of those quarterbacks can be trustworthy. Granted, Anthony Richardson wasn't either, but um, at least he had. You know this, uh, the ability to run. Does Graham Mertz or Jack Miller are either of those guys superstars? No, not at all. Um, so they're going to rely on their running game, and at the same time, everybody's going to kick in and and, uh, and focus in on the running game as well. So it's going to be it's going to be uh, difficult in Arkansas playing Florida in the month of November. Um, that Florida team might be extremely demoralized at that point. Hmm. All right, we asked who the bottom feeder is in the West. I want to know who the second to last in the East will be, unless you think Vanderbilt is better than somebody. Uh, that's 100% true. I Second worst team. I don't think it's South Carolina. Um, maybe Kentucky? Hmm. Maybe? Like, that's, that's a really good question, too. Um, might be Florida. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. Florida. Yeah, I can see Georgia, be, Georgia, Tennessee, which would be absolutely Kentucky, South Carolina, awful. yeah, or Missouri. Oh, no, no, you know what? It's Mizzou. It's yeah. There we go. What am I? What am I saying? It's Mizzou. Of course, it's Mizzou. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, and we've noted how good Bobby Bonilla's agent was. How bad is mm-hmm. Ronald Acuna's agent with the year that he's had? <laughs> I think he's a lovely man who has uh, <laughs> extremely great foresight and simply loves the Atlanta Braves and loves the Atlanta area and doesn't really care about money all that much. For, for those that don't know, Ronald Acuna is having a MVP season and he is on a 10-year, $112 million contract. 12? He's making $12 million a year. Totally fine with it. Totally fine with it. <laughs> you got to be pretty happy with the Braves, though. Uh, 52 and uh, 27, I believe. They don't suck. They don't, and the Mets do, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the perfect game last night? Kind of was that strange? I wish I could see it. I, I love like those still. Any time I get a you know an alert like hey so and so's you know perfect through six or has a no hitter through six, I immediately will hop on and watch it. Just because as a baseball fan, you know I don't know if it resonates now with the younger kids as it does you know for me, but you know seeing. Seeing something like that is, is pretty special. To be a guy that throws the uh, perfect game in the last time out, he gave up 10 runs, 8 earned runs. Yeah. Pretty uh, remarkable turnaround. Yes, it is. Definitely. For sure. And I think we should also note that, of course, it was the Oakland Athletics that got the perfect True. Game of yeah. They had a huge crowd last night, though. Like 12,000 people well, there to watch the Yankees. Yankees are. <laughs> I think the 10,000 were Yankees fans. Maybe 11,000. Yeah, exactly. Barrett, thanks. Good t- talking to you. All right, see y'all. All right, later. Barrett's Lee joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Well, it's kind of fun just to pull up the Razorback football schedule, and I hadn't done that in a while. You know, it's one of those, it comes out, and they announce right. the SEC games, and uh, start looking at it again. I remember us talking about that just god-awful gauntlet there when you all the road games at LSU. And then you're back on the road the next week in Arlington. At least you got a lot of your fans there. Then you go back out on the road to Ole Miss. Then back out on the road to Alabama. That's four straight weekends that you're going to be traveling. And then the good news, as Barrett said, when you come back home finally, you get Mississippi State before the bye week. And then you go to Florida. So maybe that if they can survive that gauntlet, that's going to be the key because you get Mississippi State. Maybe, as Barrett put it, a demoralized Florida team. Auburn at home, Florida in that international, and then Missouri at home. So it could be a, a strong finish. One, two, three, four, five. That's five, you know, on paper winnable games. Survive that four-game gauntlet. Get off to a good start, you know, with the three home games, Western Carolina, Kent State, BYU. You know, you can see win the first three, win the last five. That's eight. What can you do during that gauntlet, that month on the road? They'll probably define the season, honestly. Yeah. 
take you from a a good season, eight and four. You know, if, if they do what you know, I, you know, we would like to see on paper, win those three at home, and maybe win those last five. Anything else? I don't want to say it's icing because you always want more, but I didn't realize A and M was that bad. Yeah. yeah, I didn't either. And, and maybe that's the whole Bobby at Petrino effect on me. I'm like, oh, Petrino's going there. They're going to that offense. He's going to have them clicking. You know, he'll work wonders with that offense and the ta- whatever talent they, they have. They do there. have talent. It's just yeah, the quarterback play, which Bobby usually gets some good quarterback play. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, wrap up hour number two. We can uh, take some of your phone calls, 661-1037. Do feedback. We'll hit the live fan feedback. I'll check on the text line. You don't want to call, you want to text us. Now's a good time also. Coming up in the uh, third hour, Chris Alley from uh, Rock and Roll Sushi will be here. We've got the Average Guy movie review, and uh, we're going to give away some Rock and Roll Sushi, a gift card to Rock and Roll Sushi. We've got birthdays, entertainment, so big third hour coming up. Stick around. You're in the zone. there and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, hoosker doos, hoosker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, or one single whistling kitty chaser? But Torpedo Joe's Fireworks Superstore does, just four and a half miles west on Colonel Glenn past the Rave Theater. Torpedo Joe's is West Little Rock's go-to place for fireworks, including commercial show quality cakes and artillery shells, a 10% off discount for Buzz listeners, as well as military, fire, police, and EMTs. And yes, Torpedo Joe's Fireworks Fireworks Superstore is air-conditioned. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. It's the Ranger and Mercury Firecracker Blowout Sale. Going on now at all six Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Check out the Regency 230 LE3 Sport with 250 Mercury Verado and get up to $10,000 in savings. Or try the Ranger 520R with Mercury 250 Pro XS and up to $5,000 inflation discount. And a free cover on the spot financing. Buy today, play today. Available now up to July 4th at all six Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Your authorized Ranger dealer. RJ here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank and Chris you and I've been doing ads for a long time but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136 year old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris with unstable times it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank, member FDIC. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tonight at Brewskies, it's sports trivia at 7 p.m. Followed by the best karaoke party in town at 9 p.m. And the party don't stop till 2 a.m. Justin Acre for Guatney Chevrolet, and summertime is the right time to go get a deal from Guatney Chevrolet. Let's be honest, 24-7-365 is the time to get a deal at Guatney Chevrolet, but they do have some great deals going on summer inventory. Up to $7,500 off on new Silverados in stock with a 2009 or newer traded. Get $2,000 off in stock 2023 Equinox. Big fan of that vehicle. Plenty of room for the family and great gas mileage, too. Plus, rates on everything new in stock as low as 6.9 
5.99% with approved credit. 5.9% as well on 72 months for Silverados when you finance with GM. There's also great pre-owned vehicle options at Guatney Chevrolet. There are so many reasons to go see our friends right there in Jacksonville, conveniently located from the capital city or anywhere in Arkansas or in fact the world that you can drive from to get to Guatney Chevrolet. The deals are worth it. Great inventory in stock and much more coming in all the time. Also a great website where you can see all their inventory new and pre-owned at GuatneyChevrolet.com. Go by and see our friends up in Jacksonville. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Ackrey and Wes Moore. Standing in line to see the show tonight and there's a light on heavy glow By the way I tried to say I'd be Wrapping up the second hour. Glad you're with us. Glad Chris Alley's with us. Rock and roll sushi. Just stopped by a little early. Love that. That way I get to uh, start on the uh, hibachi and the sushi just a little early, and then I have time at the uh, during our longer break to top it off. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Now there we go. On. Yeah, I had ice cream today, so. You know, it's hot. So did I it survive the trip over? <laughs> it did. It's in the freezer. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to cut it too close. So I got here a little early. <laughs> it is yeah. a miserable right out there. And all jokes aside, everybody's got to be careful out there and uh, take it easy. Drink a lot of it fluids. Yeah, I saw uh, one of the meteorologists say they're expecting a heat index of 114 this yeah. afternoon. I mean, it, you feel it for sure. Uh, what'd you bring today? So I brought you guys some chicken hibachi. Mm-hmm. Um, per request, you guys are really enjoying the hibachi. I also brought some dessert today. We haven't really touched on that, but I brought some fried cheesecake um, with ice cream. It's got chocolate caramel, and I brought fried brownies for the people that don't enjoy cheesecake. Sweet. So um, yeah, so we have both those on the menus, and they're phenomenal. I mean, who doesn't like fried cheesecake? So I was talking with uh, some of our listeners, some of my friends, and uh, they were like, what, what do you think of rock and roll sushi? I was like, man, I love it. I think it's awesome. We, we need to all hit, you know, hook up and meet up there and, and go it's out one time. night. Yeah. And they were like, I didn't realize they had hibachi. I know. Because they heard me always, uh, Christian and I always yeah. talking about the hibachi, yeah. and they were like, I didn't realize they did that. Yeah. it's. Um, I know. I, you know, I keep telling them we probably should change the name maybe and uh, <laughs> stick it on the sign outside so people know, but um, we are doing a better job of kind of letting people know that we have it and it's kind of starting to get a name for itself around here no rock and roll sushi and hibachi doesn't have quite the ring and uh, that's kind of the problem you know and it's kind of the problem but um we do like to talk about it every chance we get and show it off because we're proud of it do you think sushi scares off some people um yeah it does uh, especially in the south and um but what the nice thing about it is when you come in we deep fry it <laughs> so, you yeah. know, if you really just want to try it or are curious, try the deep fried rolls. And that's a great way to get introduced to them. Um, a lot of sauce, a lot of familiar ingredients that you'll know. And we just combine them in a way that's um, kind of non-traditional. What is the? What are the uh, sushi rolls that are fried? What are the ones they look for? The most popular two are the thriller roll and the VIP roll. And my my favorite is the VIP roll. So it has got uh, shrimp tempura and cream cheese on the inside. They take it, they roll it, they um, put it in tempura batter, deep fry the whole thing, cut it up, and they top it with crab, crawfish tails, um, and then they mm. sauce it up, and it's delicious. So just for some educational purposes, I wanted to get some clarification on this. Sushi is not uncooked or uh, fish right it's Correct. the art of rolling the rice that's exactly right and sashimi yeah. is uncooked fish 100 okay. percent. and we offer sashimi um as well we have yellowtail um fresh salmon smoked salmon um eel so you can get all that red tuna you can get all that um just raw um or we can throw it in the deep fryer for you if you want <laughs> however you want it um so we have a lot of a lot of options for people that aren't familiar or don't really know sushi um but it's um when it shows up on your plate at your table you're like I can get down with this because it's beautiful and it's delicious. Is sushi or hibachi seasonal? Is there one season that uh, you see uh, a demand more more demand than another? Well, with our concept, it's 
super family friendly. So we see a real bump in summer when kids are out of school. Hmm. Um, so we're in our busy season right now. Um, and then we'll go through the holidays, obviously, are always busy in restaurants. And then you kind of slow down after the new year. People kind of... People kind of chill out and kind of get in their groove for school and all that, and it speeds back up. So, yeah, we're in our busy season right now, but, you know, Little Rock's been amazing to us as far as just coming out and supporting us. Over on the uh, text line, got a uh, question, a comment here. I am glad we have two legit quarterbacks. Maybe we can work out of the Wildcat package. I doubt it, but no. we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> let KJ do KJ. Yeah, uh, let them do what they do best. Yeah. Don't forget about Rocket and uh, yeah. AJ Green and all those other running backs. And the, I'm excited the receivers. about this team. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't been excited as excited about a Razorback team, and I don't know how long. Maybe I, mean, I was pretty excited about last year's team. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was too. I, I had tempered expectations last year because we had won nine games the season before, and I was like, well, I mean, when do we ever like? Do I that think, back to back. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> I tempered expectations around Missouri State. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, maybe yeah. we're not as good as I thought we were. I mean, I'm always hopeful, you know, beginning of the year, but um, this year I'm excited. Defensive depth, I think, has been improved, and that was one of the issues last year um, with Bumper Pool and, and, and Sanders, yeah. that you, two really good linebackers, but behind them that was inexperienced and the depth was yeah. lacking, and when those guys got hurt, they were playing hurt, and you know now that we've, we've seen what Bumper Pool's gone through with two hip surgeries in the offseason, and I saw a story that he's at camp and feels great, and he said it's amazing incredible. to play football uh, pain-free, and what he went through last season, and that's what hurt his uh, production some last Imagine year. Imagine how good he could have been. Right. I mean, no. yeah, it was amazing. And, and if you'd had those two guys, and look, football's a violent sport, and they're yeah. playing linebacker, and so they're going to get nicked up, but if they no could have stayed a, a little bit healthier... There's no telling what those two could have done, or if they would have had depth behind them to give them a little bit of a break so that they're not yeah. playing every single snap. 100%. I think with this year's team, with some of the linebackers, the transfers that they brought in, that's going to provide a little bit of a, a depth, and the secondary's got more depth. And yeah. I, I saw Pro Football Focus. I don't know what you guys think about them, but they they, they kind of they grade. That's what yeah, they do. They're good at grading some positions, and then some positions they're not. Well, they graded the uh, safeties, the top safeties, and how they you know whatever criteria they use but they have both of Arkansas safeties in their top 10 wow oh yeah Hayden or Hudson Clark I love their grades I'm a fan of that I like Hudson at, at safety <laughs> look he got a bad reputation yeah. at corner and uh but I think it's safety that may be his position or it is his position yeah. He's and got then the transfer skills I mean so and no doubt you yeah. know and that's what kind of you need back there is somebody that can you know I hope he, transfer he gets Walcott. a little bigger yes yeah he was the other safety in the top he 10 just had a little more speed yeah he, he needs a little bit more size yeah. as a safety you got to come up and make the tackle on right. the running back in yeah. the hole and that's that that was an issue at times last year all right coming up in hour number three we got birthdays entertainment chris alley with the rock and roll sushi average guy movie review to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's 